what steals our focus? What prevents us from seeing God clearly and from seeking him more fully? Those are the questions that I was left with after I watched this video early last week. And I kept thinking about it throughout the week, and I kept thinking about how important it is to focus. And on Friday, it hit me that all last week I couldn't focus. Every day something different had come and had stolen my attention. And when we can't focus, we can't be fully present. Because we've carried something with us. And it kind of blurs whatever we're doing of whatever else we're trying to think about because we've carried it there with us. And it happens so easily. Sometimes it's uh, something that's school-related or work-related. Sometimes it's something more personal, like if you're waiting on something that's coming, either good or bad. Or it's attention or anxiety about a situation or a relationship that you carry, and, and you can't let it go no matter what else you're trying to work on or think about. And whatever else you're trying to do, it becomes a little blurry. And it becomes more of a routine than something we're actually doing. And it's easy to do this when it comes to God. To think that we're being present because we're either in worship or we're reading our Bible or we're praying or whatever it is, we can think that we're being present with God, that we're focusing on it because we made time. But sometimes our heart or our mind just isn't fully there. And it's a little blurry. And focus is so incredibly important because when we focus, we can see things more clearly. When we focus, we can find our way a little better. In the book of Nehemiah, the people were religious people, but they had lost the why. They had lost their focus of why all of what they did mattered. They had also lost the book of the law. They had literally misplaced it. And what happened before today's passage is that the leaders had found it. They had rediscovered the book of the law. And they heard it. And after hearing it, they couldn't help but bring it to the people. They gathered everyone into a public place where everyone was allowed to be so that everyone could hear the word of God. They wanted everyone to be able to hear and to understand our God better. And what we see happen is something so incredibly beautiful. Because we see in this passage what happens when a faith community gathers focused on hearing the word of God. 
We see what happens when they're able to see a little more clearly. And I think it's something that we can definitely take with us and hold with us in our own faith journeys. What it means to focus on God's word and what happens with it. As, as the people were hearing the word proclaimed, actually before they heard the word proclaimed, they did something that I admit is easy to skip over. Before they even started, the word of God was lifted up before the people. And they blessed God's name. Before they even started, they turned their focus to God. Because they wanted to see him more fully, to know him better. And sometimes it's really easy when we're doing something, especially religious, to just go into it and to skip over the fact that our starting point is always God. That when we are seeking to focus on his word, that we have to start with him. That we have to acknowledge and bless the fact that we are able to have this experience. That we are able to know God better because of what is about to take place. Because when the word of God is proclaimed and explained, our God becomes our creator, our rescuer, our deliverer, our father, the one who keeps his promises to us. But we have to focus on what we are hearing. We have to, we have to focus on him and how the word proclaimed gives us an even better picture of the God we have gathered to worship, of the God we say that we follow. But as the word was being proclaimed, and as it was also explained to the people, as it was taught by the teachers, something happened that should happen when we hear the word proclaimed. Because after we focus on the word and we focus on God, we look within ourselves. The people were listening to what the word was saying. And they were hearing mentioned things that they did that were named as sins. They were hearing named before them in God's holy book how they had broken God's heart. And the people were convicted and they were grieved and they wept. All the people wept in public because because they suddenly knew what they had been missing. They knew how they had been messing up. And I think that sometimes because God's word is so easily available to us, 
that when we choose to open God's word, we can easily skip over the passages that make us uncomfortable, the passages that can make us feel convicted. Because who wants to feel that way? We just say it's human nature, that we're going to mess up. We miss the fact that God has said that that who we were created to be was someone who molded their life after Christ's own. We can miss that scripture says that with the power of the Holy Spirit that we can overcome sin. That this isn't just human nature. But to read those passages, to focus on them, to pay attention to what they are saying to us makes us uncomfortable. But while God's word always starts with starts with us looking to our God and focusing on how it can help us know him better. It also wants to convict us about how we can grow, about how we can better walk as a child of God. The question is whether or not we will focus enough to allow God's word to convict us so that we can grow, so that we can say and ask ourselves, what is this word saying to me about who I am and about where I need to be? But as we listen to God's word, as the people listen to God's word. In this passage, they looked to God and they looked within themselves. But they also looked at one another. Because here they were, hearing the word of God proclaimed, surrounded by everyone. And this didn't happen. Some of the people were not allowed in in the temple. It didn't happen where everyone was called together and gathered to hear God's word. But that day, as the word of God was read, all the people were there. The outcasts, the people who were seen as not good enough, as not deserving, everyone was there. And from what they heard proclaimed in scripture, and from what they heard taught them from the teachers. They found themselves looking at one another because the call to focus not just on our own needs but on the needs of others is found throughout scripture. We just commonly think of it in reference to our Savior. And to his teachings. But throughout scripture, God gives us a call to look out for our community. To share of our blessings, to share of our abundance with those in need. Because all of us are sisters and brothers in Christ. And all of us are going 
we're going on this faith journey together. So we have to look out for one another. So today in this passage in Nehemiah, the people were focusing on God's word. And focusing on his word allowed them a clear vision to look at our God. To see him more clearly for just who he is. Allow them to look in their own hearts at where they needed to grow, what they needed to change. And it caused them to look at one another. Because what happens when we focus on God's word, when we take the time to slow down and to truly focus on what it is saying, we realize that God's word is something for us to live out, is an experience. Because it's not just something that we passively read, but it's something that causes us to reflect and to grow and to change and to reach out to our community, to others. Focus is so important. This year, our church is being invited to go on a journey because we never want to look at our faith the same way again. We never want to look at our God the same way again. We never want to look at our Bibles the same way again. We want to be changed. We want to focus on God's word and what it is saying to us so that we will never be the same again. St. Matthews, this year, we are going to go on this journey and find out what it means to be a follower of Christ here as a church family and as we're sent out as individuals and as families. What it means to follow God every day. But we need to focus so that we can have clear vision, so that we can know where we're going, or rather who we're walking towards. The question is, will we go? Will we go on this journey? And will we choose to focus through the uncomfortable, through the hard, Knowing that where we're going is worth it. Because we will know our God so much better. So will you go with us? That's the question for each of us to decide. Will we go and will we focus on this journey? In a moment after I pray and the band comes up to, to play the closing song, we'll be invited um, to, 
to pray and to think about how better we can focus on who our God is, on what distractions we might need to remove from our lives or how we might better slow down to focus better on what God's word is trying to say to us. And during these closing moments, the offering baskets will be passed as we are given this opportunity to give back to God just a portion of the blessings that he has given to us as an act of obedience and thanksgiving to our God. And during the last song, we are invited to come forward and to pray and to reflect on how we might better focus. And also during this last song, if you feel led to join this faith family, just come and find me at the front and let me know that you're ready to go on this journey with us. Let us pray. Lord, it is so easy for our faith to become a blur, to get distracted. But Lord, help us to focus on you, to know you better, to see you more fully. Help us to be prepared with clear sight for the journey that we are about to take. It's in your son's name that we pray. Amen.